Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. you can do hallelujah shall we pray father we want to thank you so much for today we welcome you holy spirit dwell among us have your way you are welcome in this place let your perfect will be done may we experience the sweet influences of the holy spirit we thank you father in jesus name Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 11. By the grace of God, I shall preach. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. And um, I think that one was, I said I'll be, I'll, I'll preach early. A lot of people didn't believe it. So they are still not here, but a man's got to do what a man's got to do, isn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. Right. I believe that for some time we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and his influences in our lives. And uh, we looked at different things and then we started looking at the seven spirits of God. And um, that's right there in Isaiah chapter 11. I want us to read it from verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Hallelujah. Now, all these seven spirits, I must say, is as spiritual as you can get. Yeah. If, if, if you want to know how spiritual you can get, desire these seven spirits. You, you, you will be a very spiritual person. I can tell you that. These seven spirits operating in your life would affect the way you think. And um, you, you would have the, the mind of Christ. You would think like Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you want to know how you can think like Jesus, let these seven spirits operate in your life. If you don't have anything to pray about, pray for these seven spirits. It will change your way of thinking. It will change your thought pattern. And because they are also spirits, so what it just means is that every thought that also will come to your mind will be a spiritual thought. Are you getting it? Because sometimes you realize that some of the thoughts that come, they are not good thoughts. How many know what I'm talking about? <laughs> when the thoughts come, you want to bind the thoughts and say, mm, no, no. And you know, one of the things about heaven is that they say anything you think comes out loud. <laughs> Rejoiner said when he went to heaven, I mean, anything that came to his mind, is that, then the answer will come. They, they, they give him the answer. It's like, ah, but I didn't say it, you see, because whatever you think about, can you imagine all the things you are thinking about? <laughs> it will be shown on the screen. How many will not enjoy that? Amen. So as you are praying for these seven spirits, you will find that it will even begin to affect your thinking. So when you think, the thoughts will be good thoughts. May these seven spirits operate in your life. So we talked about the spirit of the Lord. And um, I want to encourage you to get all these messages and soak them. I took my time to do a study to also teach you and it's time for you to also study them and learn them. Listen to them, soak them. I think after today, we'll put all of them together because this will end the series, uh, at least for now, the season of the Spirit, and then we'll move on to something else. And we talked about the spirit of wisdom and counsel. And I told you that these things, they move together. That's why spirit of this, end this before a command comes. And then spirit of might and counsel, counsel and might. You know, and then tonight we want to look at the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Amen. Now, I've come to realize that the difference between people and believers, victorious Christians and those who are struggling in the Christian work is the level of their knowledge. Yeah. The things you know. In fact, the Bible says in Daniel, 
chapter 11, I think verse 32, it says that they that know they are God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. So it's not just anybody at all. He's talking about those that, those that know they are God. So the thing is that how much do you know? And how much do you know your God? It will determine what kind of exploits you'll be doing. As an person, are you doing some exploits or you are just... Mm -hmm. And once again, we can see the way you think. Yeah, because your thinking shows clearly. Yeah, there are some people whose mind is that every Wednesday I have to be here. It's a way of thinking. <laughs> you see, knowledge and wisdom, they move together. Because wisdom is the application of the knowledge that you have. So, the knowledge, all the knowledge you have received as you have been coming to church, the way you are applying it tells us how wise you are. So, ask the next person, do you think you are wise or you are, you are, you are? Yes, I'm a wise person. Don't be quick to say you are wise. You see that you are not. Anyway, now, what is knowledge? What does the dictionary have to say? First of all, the Webster Dictionary says that knowledge is the fact or condition of being aware of something. Amen. So, it's good to be aware of things. And that's knowledge. I'm aware. <laughs> Number two, knowledge also is knowing something with familiarity. Yeah. And which is gained through experience or association. So, as you move with somebody, blah, 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 you get to know the person. And there are times that the things you know, it's not everybody who knows that. Yeah. There are things I know about my wife that you don't know. And you can never know until you have associated at a certain level. And you have become familiar. So people who say they know, they haven't become familiar in a certain way. I don't know why you say you know. That's the next question. What do you know? <laughs> yeah. So, somebody may know engineering in a way that he has become familiar with the thing. And he can talk to you about engineering or architecture or medicine or what else? Football. <laughs> Fashion design. There are some people, hey, if the way you know fashion design and you know this type of nail polish and all, it's the same way you know the scriptures. Get You know all the players: Messi, uh, Ronaldo, who scored the goal, who, who, uh, whatever. Hmm. Amen. Number three, it means acquaintance with or understanding of a science or art or a technique. So acquaintance or understanding of a science or an art or a technique. Mm. Are you acquainted with a certain science? Or you are bereft of acquaintance with science? Okay, what about art? 
There are different types of arts. Maybe you are good in setting it. You know something when it comes to the arts. Or a technique or a skill of doing something. And when you are acquainted, you are just acquainted, isn't it? You know. Or you are familiar. I mean, you have, you have seen it before. Yeah. You see, that's why sometimes it's even good to travel. Because when you are always around Bukum, you see, <laughs> you will not know a lot of things. And girl people don't travel. One man can. In for one, two can. Are there some guns here? Do you know yourselves? Do you know that there are some girl people they don't know circle? Oh, it's true. I'm telling you. I will not tell you a lie. No. This is also. Kwame Nkrumah, now it's not there anymore. But you see, they, they don't even know that that's what is happening. They haven't been there before. There are some people, there's a place in Accra called Gamami. Swalaba area. They don't move anywhere. To the beach and back. That, that's all. I see you traveling in the name of Jesus. When they talk about skyscrapers, then you are standing there. What animal is that? You haven't seen some before. You haven't seen a fountain before. You see this type of fountain that we have here that they switch on only Christmas time. It's not a fountain. When you go abroad, Charlie, you see the fountains. Hey! And they can have a fountain. The water will shoot up. It will not bend nothing straight. You look at the thing and say, Hey! Look who you That's why they say travel and see. But you see, people will not be want to acquaint themselves with some things. And so you remain where you are. You don't go forward. People will not like to learn. I think Christians, we need to acquaint ourselves with things. You don't even know what is happening around. A lot of people lack knowledge of what is happening around. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of ladies will not want to know anything. They will not, the gadget, the, the, the sound system is there. Television, they will not learn how to switch it on. They, they, they will just not learn anything. To them, all cars are the same. Every car is a Toyota. Every car is a. Ah. Hey! And it may be the reason why you are not getting a beloved. You see, because when we interact with you one or two times, that's why these days they miss Ghana and things they have changed. First, you just come and shake your this thing. You just do catwalk, catwalk. Some don't even walk catwalk. It's hippopotamus walk. They just. Then when they look at you, they look at your vital statistics because it's like all you have is your body. Then you come and expose it. Then it's oh, you are number one. You are the Miss Ghana. But they realize that hey. When they take them abroad, asha, they don't know anything. So now, they, when they are doing the Miss Ghana, they don't just look at your vital statistics, 36, 34, 36, whatever. No. Now, when you finish, say, okay, come this way. <laughs> what is your name? Julie! <laughs> Already you are losing marks. What do you think about the global warming? <laughs> it's a warning. It's a warning. One, you know. One, boy, 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 boy. The warning is a warning. No, no, no. You check it. That's why you are not getting when you go for interview. One time I went for an interview. 
the interviewer, 100 people apply for the job. They want only four people. They said, no, you are too many. They did a test, attitude test. They cut the number down into half 50. Yeah. Then when they finished, then they, now they, are, they started, they used the attitude test to take away some people. They just want to know how your mind is working. Put away. Then, and then rest of the 50, they started the interview. As we were going the interview, they, they did, eventually they cut the number down to 25. Then we went for the interview again. They cut it down then. Then the 10 of us, we arrived again. Then they did the interview and they cut it down to five. But they need four people. One must go. They did the interview one after the other. One. When they finished, they said, all of us should come to the room to face the panel. And the panel, when they threw the question, Unimai no. Hey! I tell you. It's an interview. It wasn't a simple thing. You don't know anything as they are talking. They ask this question. Current affairs. This, they That's why you are not getting a job. You may not understand. When you go for the interview, they talk to you one, two, three. Onake. Look who Earliest, they sack you from the place. Hey, I don't know why I'm not getting a job. I don't know why. I'm, I don't know why I'm not getting a beloved. When they talk to you, one, two, three, there is nothing inside of her. They leave you and go. Hmm? Number four, it means the circumstance or condition of apprehending truth or fact. Through reasoning, the circumstances of apprehending truth through reasoning. Some of you, we can't reason with you one, two, three. No. When we talk to you one or two, three, your reasoning level. No, one brother, he said he has stopped with his beloved because when he starts talking to him, the mind is too low. Yeah. You see, and if he is a, such a person who maybe is going for, uh, they are called him for, uh, what do you call it? Dinner somewhere, his, his office. I mean, other people have gathered as they meet and they start talking. They are talking, talking, and you are sitting there, you are eating the, uh, this thing. And they say, Are you not saying anything? <laughs> you can't reason one book. What good any man say? He cannot go out with you. And if your husband is not going out with you, you are angry. He's always going with his secretary. <laughs> because the secretary has knowledge and you don't have knowledge. Look at the near sister and ask, do you have knowledge? Olenoko. Olenoko. Hello, Olenoko. Olenoko. <laughs> Listen, we have to close. <laughs> There are two types of knowledge. There is the sense knowledge. And then there is the revelation knowledge. Yeah. The sense knowledge is like head knowledge. You know things in your head and it's good. It's good to know things. All these things I'm sharing with you, if you know things, it will help you. Let's learn. People don't know anything. Oh, oh, we don't like these type of things. Uh, this, that, that, Facebook. You don't know anything about when they mention Facebook. We say, what is that? When they, you don't know anything in life. Reverend Golding, people don't know things so. Hmm. But <laughs> I was just trying to bring you to a point that. What we are talking about here, the spirit of knowledge, is the vision knowledge. Now, sense knowledge is good. Know all these things. But revelation knowledge is superior to sense knowledge. Because revelation knowledge, there is no argument about it. It is accurate. It is precise. It is specific. 
I mean, there is no when when a certain knowledge is imparted. You see, and the difference between that is that the, the sense knowledge you have to pass through a medium. I mean, somebody must teach you, or you must something else. But the revelation knowledge, it God Himself He imparts the knowledge into you like this. You just know that you 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 know. And nothing can change that. And you will find that it has a way of sparing you onto a certain action. Which sense knowledge will not do. Sense knowledge says, I know it. And that's where it ends. But revelation knowledge goes beyond just you knowing the thing. It puts you in a place where you act on the thing. And the thing which is revealing to you, you begin to enjoy the thing that is being revealed to you. Which is what makes us different from all these people who are learning uh, whatever. Eh? All the things they are learning, we, we become different from them. A child of God must be superior in the way we do things because our knowledge is coming from a superior source. And then, that knowledge is making us act in a certain way, which even makes us do greater things. Listen, all these kind of knowledge that uh, the people of the world, like people who created this Facebook and all these people, if they also had a certain spiritual touch to the thing, it would be another thing. It would be another thing. But somehow, the devil also knows that if that happens, we will move into higher realms. Where do you think all these things came from? From these people. It's the Lord who gave it to them. The Lord gave it to them, but instead of taking the thing to another level, they just stay there and begin to say that, oh, God is not real. And all that. That's why these two th- these things, they all move together, like knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Because as soon as you begin to have a lot of knowledge, if you don't take care, the fear of God will go away. When you see, for example, Job, I'm trying to help you understand the the revelation knowledge. That Job, in spite of all the things that he was going through, as his friends were with him and were talking and all, he came to a certain conclusion. In Job 19, 25, the Bible says that, he said, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this being, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another though my reins be consumed within me. So, Job is saying he has a certain knowledge that his friends didn't have. His friends were more concerned about what was happening to him and all that, and the fact that, listen, the way you are struggling, God is not happy with you, and all that. He said, listen, I have a certain knowledge you don't have. And that knowledge had been given to him that despite everything I know, somebody say, I know. May that be your experience that as you are going through difficult times, you will be able to say, I know. Somebody say, I know. I know that my Redeemer liveth. The doctors may give you all the reports. They have a certain knowledge of some things. But you have a higher knowledge. That even though they may be looking at your uh, your uh, womb and other things, and they are coming up with them, the way your womb is, you can't give better. But you also have a higher knowledge that has happened to you. That despite all these things, I know that my Redeemer liveth. That shall be your confession from tonight. 
May you receive the spirit of knowledge in a way that you will know that your Redeemer liveth. If you believe in shout, yeah. So that is the difference between like a revelation knowledge and a sense knowledge. And that's what God wants us to have. And that will make us be superior in the way we think and the way we do things. When others are looking at circumstances around, yesterday I was preaching at a certain place and I was telling them that there is another sense outside the five senses. Which is the sixth sense. Yeah. That we operate. When you are working with the sense knowledge, you only operate by your five senses. What you can see, what you can hear, what you can feel, what you can taste, what you can touch. But when you are moving in revelation knowledge, you move above these five senses. I see you going above these five senses. So that as people are complaining about the weather and complaining about the economy and other things, you have another knowledge that people don't have. Yeah. What does the spirit of knowledge do? I need to be closing. Number one, it brings awareness. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12, the Bible says that now we have received not the spirit of the world. We have received not the spirit of the world. But the spirit which is of God. That we might know. The things which are freely given to us. Of God. We have received. What? The spirit which is not of the world. But the spirit which is of God. We are no longer operating by the things of the world. When this spirit of knowledge comes to you, it makes you begin to know what is freely given to you of God. But without it, you can be walking and not knowing that. And so you will be struggling with your five senses and every day you will be wondering why life is not going the way it should go. Because you haven't been brought into a certain awareness. So you find that, for example, you may enter a room which has a lot of things. Gadgets, furniture, this here, sound system, plasma screen, this and that. So many things that you can partake of. And maybe when you enter the room, they have switched off the light in the room. So when you entered, you couldn't see anything. So you just said to yourself, what is this? Where have I come to? How am I going to survive? What's going to happen? And that's how a lot of people are Christian life is. Without the spirit of knowledge, it's like you have entered a room, dark room, that has so many things that you can partake of. So many things you can enjoy. But because you are not aware, you are in the room. Many Christians are like that. We are in the room and there are things that you can enjoy, but you can't see. Your beloved is standing right here, but you can't see it. A good job is standing right here, but you can't see. Mega blessings are in front of you, but you can't see. Spiritual gifts are here, you can't see. But when the spirit of knowledge comes upon you, what happens is that it's like a light is just switched on in the room. And then immediately you begin to see, wow, there's a car here. There's a sound system here. There is this here. There's furniture here. I can begin to use this. I can begin to use this. I can begin to use it. I can begin to... Then the spirit of knowledge is operating in your life. From tonight, may the spirit of knowledge begin to operate in your life. May everything that is freely yours, given to you by God, may you begin to know them. May you begin to see them. May you begin to partake of them. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The second thing. I was going to share with you a scripture, but I'll just talk about it later. But you'll find that when Moses came from the Red Sea, before he went, he went to see his father-in-law. He was with him. said he had to go back. Blah, 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 blah. 
the father-in-law, I mean, even though he was a priest, he didn't know a whole lot of things. But when Moses came back with the children of Israel, he made a statement in Exodus chapter 18, verse 11. He said, Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods. It looks like he was a priest, but he didn't know that the Lord was greater than all gods. He didn't know. <laughs> he was a priest. Jethro was a priest. But he didn't know. He said, now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods. So, you can be in the church, but you will not know that the Lord is greater than all gods. And so, you are still moving with other lesser gods because you feel that, oh, they are also powerful. But when you come to a certain awareness of who God is, immediately you begin to move away from all these things because you know that the God that you serve, he is greater than all gods. Number two, and I'm closing. It brings you to a full understanding. That's what the spirit of knowledge will do for you. When you don't have the spirit of knowledge, you don't have a full understanding of things. Hallelujah. You may think you do, but you don't. When you begin to have a full understanding, your way of thinking changes. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm counseling married couples and somebody comes with a problem, maybe their husband will come with a problem. When you finish, I've heard what you have said, but I'm not going to take just what you have said. I have to call the wife too. So I can have a full understanding. Now when you hear what the wife also has to say, it's not as this thing. Yeah. One brother came to say something about his wife. When he, and I called the wife. In fact, the first thing the wife said was enough to make me see that, Charlie. The guy is totally wrong. He said, she said to me, as the, as the, is, that, is that what my husband came to say? He said, the first thing I want to say, he said, do you know that our wedding night, he brought somebody to come and sleep in the room with us. I said, what? He said, yeah. That alone made me now say that the matter is different now. Wedding night. And he said, and he made the person sleep on our bed and we slept on the floor. I said, Madam, you have a case. <laughs> One lady came to see Bishop and complained bitterly how her husband had been beating her. So Bishop said, hey, call the husband for me. Bring him now, quickly. And they brought the man. When he came, he said, why do you beat your wife like that? He said, Bishop, me. I am rather the one she has been beating. And he opened his shirt. Brother, more than Bukum Banku and uh, they had beaten the guy. Spirit of knowledge brings you to a full understanding. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, there's the, the spirit of might working here. So, all the spirits, they work together. It said that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend, understand with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height. And to know the love of Christ with passive knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. If you don't have a certain knowledge, you will not be filled with all the fullness. You will just be filled with some things. It's like the counseling situation. When you don't have the full thing, you will just be taking decisions based on some small thing. But as soon as you become filled with all the fullness of God, the knowledge of all the fullness of God, you, 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 you'll be a different Christian. May you not know God halfway. 
may you know God in a full way. And the Holy Spirit is going to do that for you. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Is it possible to know something which passes knowledge? (laughs) It is possible. It is possible. And this is the basis for loyalty. Which a lot of people don't know. Because see, the know here is different from the knowledge. The know has to do with the, what they call the genosco. (laughs) It's a Greek word. It's the revelation knowledge that you have. So to, to, to know the love of God which surpasses knowledge which is another Greek word gnosis so you will have a certain genosco which surpasses the gnosis that you have now the genosco has to do with the revelation knowledge you have received which helps you to have a full understanding of the length and the breadth and the depth and the height but you have another knowledge which is sense knowledge the gnosis or something you have learned from somewhere. The two are not the same. So what happens is that people come and take the loyalty and disloyalty book is good. They teach it. But loyalty goes beyond just the knowledge of the book. Because some of us have come to a certain knowledge and a certain love which surpasses the knowledge of the loyalty book. If it's just a loyalty book, a lot of people will not be here. But you have come to a certain full understanding of a certain love that you have for me, you have for Pastor Gerardo, you have for the pastors, you have for Bishop Dag, and so you are loyal to Bishop Dag, which is different from the knowledge of loyalty in the book. Genosco. Tell somebody Genosco. From tonight, may you have Genosco. Say, I receive Genosco. In the church, we are learning a lot of things. We are learning Greek, learning Hebrew. We are learning English. We are learning things, how to go for interview. We are learning so many things, how to go for Miss Ghana. (laughs) It is time to move from sense knowledge to, to revelation knowledge. Tell somebody, move from nurses to Genosco. That's the difference between Moses' explanation of how the world was created and Darwin's theory, Big Bang, and all these things. Because when you look at the thing, it sounds just a Big Bang than the world came. But when you look at the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the surface of the earth and God said let there be light and there was light. I mean this Genosco is far better than the gnosis that these people are sharing with us. But you see when you don't have the spirit of knowledge you will not appreciate it. You will be like Darwin. You will follow the things that Darwin is saying. So the people who don't have Genosco, they follow Darwin's theory and all that. And the people who have the Genosco, they believe in what Moses has described about how the world was created. Ask the next person, are you operating by Genosco? (laughs) Or you are operating by Gnosis? Listen to what David said. I'm closing in the next five minutes. Psalm 139, verse 1. Oh Lord, you know that song. Oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Oh Lord, you search me. You know my. Okay, if I allow you people. Listen. Oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. 
that compassed my path and my lying down. And are acquainted with all my ways, for there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid such knowledge thine hand upon me. Then he said, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. So, at one point, he is talking about a knowledge that he cannot attain. It's a high knowledge. Not until you have the spirit of knowledge or revelation knowledge, you will not be able to understand a lot of things. And for the world, that's where they are. They can't attain it. Such knowledge is too high for them. Darwin and all these type of people who say there is no God, such knowledge is too high for them. Yeah. It may look like they are very wise, but they are rather fools. Psalm 14 verse 1. It is the fool who says in his heart that there is no God. They are fools. Even though they come out like wise people. But those who have a certain revelation knowledge, they begin to understand. Later, David himself, in verse 14, he said, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He said, Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. That's Chinosko. And my soul knows very well. Mountains will fall. I'll stand. By the power of your And in your heart of hearts I'll dwell. My soul knows very well. Listen, he is saying something here that, listen, mountains may fall, all the things. He said, but I know this one thing. And my soul knows it very well. You must get to the point where your soul knows something very well. It doesn't matter what is happening around you. Your soul knows very well that your God loves you and your God is with you. That's all I'm trying to say. May your soul know it very well. Yeah. You will sing that song for us on Sunday. Eh? Let's rehearse it. It's been a long time. Darling, Chase song. We sang some of these things. It's been a long time. That my soul knows very well. Can you say that your soul knows very well? It's a question. And the third thing, three things spirit of knowledge will do for you. It will bring you to a place of acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is epinosis. <laughs> Gnosis. G-N-O-S-I-S. And you're wondering how to spell it. But listen, let me close. Philemon 1 verse 6. The Bible says that, that the communication of your faith, the communication of your faith, will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you. In Christ Jesus. When you get to a certain place of knowledge, now you begin to acknowledge the good things that are in you. As you begin to acknowledge them, your faith will become effectual. Your faith becomes effective. It is not just acknowledging. As you begin to share it, it is more effective. When you haven't come to that point, when you share, we don't see what you are saying. <laughs> yeah. When you begin to get to the place where you know that 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 you know. When you begin to acknowledge and when you begin to communicate your faith, it becomes more effective. 
because you have experienced it. Sometimes you talk to people about giving. It, it doesn't have any impact. Because you yourself, you have not experienced it. So your, the communication of your faith is not effective. But as soon as you begin to experience it, then your communication of your faith becomes effectual. From tonight, I see people, the communication of your faith has become more effective than it is. Because you have received Junosco. Yay. Acknowledging. You shall begin to acknowledge. You shall begin to acknowledge. The good things that are in you in Christ. It's not everybody. Do you know the good things that are in you in Christ? You will not know. Until you begin to have revelation knowledge. Then you begin to know it. Know the good things. I see people beginning to know the good things that are in you. Which is the difference between us and the world. They don't have it. We have it. We must use it. We must use it. Now the the, the, the thing I just want to end with is that when you have all this knowledge, what do you do with it? That's where the difference is. That's where the spirit of fear comes in. Because the one who has the spirit of fear uses this knowledge in a certain way to bring glory to God. The one who doesn't have the spirit of fear doesn't use this knowledge to bring glory to God. Paul wrote to the Romans. He, he, he faced them. He said when they came to a certain knowledge and all that of God, God showed every, everything that was in creation was showing to the world who God was. But when they saw, they did not retain God in their knowledge. No. They didn't add God. You should go to Europe and you should see how people talk. There's no God. There's no God. Yeah. Hey. They, they, they say all sorts of things. You should go to Europe and see small boys. Oh. You talk about God, talk about Jesus. They just talk to you and how insult you. Because they don't understand. They don't even know it. And that's the blessing we have here that even our little children know about God. It is called the fear of God. Or the reverence of God. In the Bible time, there were many times people didn't know God. When you go to uh, what do you call uh, Corinthians the, the people they, they did not have God in their things that's why there was a lot of fornication there was uh, envying and strife in the church people sleeping with their children, parents this that oh yeah and that's why they were not accepting tongues it was a whole this thing and that's why they would even have communion and by the time they finished having the communion eh, Una, people were drunk <laughs> yeah. Paul wrote a letter and they, and they asked them that don't you people have food in your house <laughs> because they come to the church with the mind that they are coming to eat the communion they have arrived so they come and eat the bread they eat and then they drink by the time they finish they are going home they are drunk and they are going to no fear of God. When the fear of God is there, there's respect, there's reverence, there's awe. All these things will be in the church. With the knowledge, we will not become some way. We will have fear for God. Yeah. One time, what did they call these guys who sold the land? Ananias and Sapphira they, they just sold the land and they decided that they would take some of the money and bring the rest where? 
You are not afraid of God. The man came, he said, This is the money. He said, This is the money. Are you sure this is the money? He said, This is the money. He said, That's it. He fell down. He died. He said, Why do you lie to the Holy Ghost? Then his wife took him. Wifey. She didn't know. She too, when she arrived, no, he said, Is that the money? He said, That's the money. He said, Are you sure it's the money? That's the money. He said, Well, the people who took your husband, they have come. They are taking you to power. She also fell down and died. Bible says, Acts chapter 5, verse 11. And fear came upon the whole church. <laughs> Before we begin to, yeah, you see people in the church chewing gum. Cha, 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 cha. No fear of. Service is going on. You see them walking outside, chatting. Cha, 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 cha. Eating. Praise and worship. Chalea. Chalea, I'll see you after. after. Oh Lord, you have you. Uh, you know, Chalea. Make I give you some. <laughs> Father, we declare that we love. Then you are just no fear, no reverence. The knowledge you have of God, what do you use it for? Does it make you stand in awe? What kind of God is this? Or does it make you rather misbehave? May the knowledge of God that you have make you superior in the way you think. May it bring a certain fear upon you in the way you serve God and in the way you worship God. May your life be different from today. May you be a superior kind of Christian. May your level of thinking be higher than the thinking of the world. Because of the knowledge you have, may you stand out. When you are found with different people, may you stand out as different from all of them. Because the knowledge you have is from a superior source. The God you serve is imparting spiritual knowledge into you. Supernatural knowledge. Knowledge that no one can give to you. Knowledge which is accurate. Knowledge which is specific. Knowledge which is supernatural. It is being given to you right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. For you shall be higher. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But his spirit, the spirit of knowledge, is revealing them to you. You are beginning to know the things which are freely given to you by the spirit of God. Because you have a higher spirit. May you walk in that spirit. May you walk in the seven spirits of God. May the spirit of the Lord rest upon you. May the spirit of wisdom and understanding may the spirit of counsel and might may the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord cause you to be of quick understanding in the name of Jesus. May you walk in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because you have fear, you shall be very wise. You'll be wiser than your friends. You'll be wiser than your colleagues. You'll be wiser than the people around you. Because of the wisdom you have, you be doing great works for the Lord mighty works shall you do greater things shall you do you shall build a house for yourself you will do great works for the Lord you will run with the fear of the Lord may you be above and not beneath may you be ahead and not behind may you be the first and not the last may the Lord establish you as the greater one among your friends because of God's knowledge that you have you will be superior in everything you do May you receive that spirit right now. Receive the spirit of wisdom. Receive the spirit of knowledge. Receive the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Open your mouth and begin to cry to the Lord for it. Ask God for the spirit of knowledge. Receive it right now. May you be superior. May you be higher. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's your portion. It's yours. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you for the spirit of knowledge. Thank you for revelation knowledge. Oh, yes. We receive the sense knowledge. It's good to know, but we want the higher knowledge. We want the knowledge that comes from the Holy Spirit. Father, grant it unto us. Grant it unto us. 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus may we know that which is freely given of us by the Lord in the name of Jesus may we be aware and may we be able to enjoy it in the name of Jesus not just be aware but may we be able to enjoy it give us a full understanding give us a full understanding in the name of Jesus as we have understanding we shall walk in it oh thank you Holy Spirit we bless you Lord we thank you oh God we bless you we give you glory we give you praise may we know that 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 the Lord is on our side we bless you oh God oh yes we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. May we walk in the fear of the Lord. As young men, as young women, may the fear of the Lord be our portion. The fear of the Lord that Joseph had. May the young men have it. May we be so afraid of God that we'll run away from sin. We'll run away from fornication. We'll run away from evil. We'll run away from fighting and strife. We will not do the things that displease God. May the fear of the Lord come upon the church in the name of Jesus. Because of the knowledge of God we have. Oh yes, we will walk in the fear of God. Let it be upon us. Let it come upon us. Let it come upon us, oh God. We bless you. We thank you. We give you glory. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, yes. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh yes. Holy Spirit, break us, come and overtake us. You're the one we're living for. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, lead us to the heart of Jesus. There is nothing. Just how to live beyond ourselves. Let everything we say and do bring glory to your name. Bring, bring glory to your name. And bless your heart. Lord, show us how to love like you. Oh, 
with all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church you're not born again you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my heart to Jesus I want to be born again if you're here like that lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you you want to surrender your heart to Jesus you want to be born again tonight is a night of salvation don't leave here without Jesus lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you quickly quickly God bless you God bless you I see your hand God bless you if you have lifted up your hand do one more thing for me come to me come to me right now from wherever you are come let me pray with you come to Jesus come to Jesus come all the way I saw a hand on the back there come all the way Holy Spirit we bless you to the heart of Jesus. Yes, Lord, to the heart of there Jesus. There is nothing we want more. Father, we thank you that these seven spirits are operating in our lives. Help us to always operate under these spirits. Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Spirit of counsel and mind. Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444 That's 030-7010-444 God richly bless you.